Welcome back, guys. Um, Secret Podcast. Um, this is, uh, was it Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday, March 14th. It'll be like 15th in about like six minutes or so, give or take. Um, but uh, it'll probably be a quick one today. I'm not really expecting to do much except for talking about a couple of UFC stuff and mm, probably a couple of funny things here and there. Uh, it kind of depends on my mood, but uh, so far, okay. John Jones won. Hands down, won. Should have bet on it. He did it in bet on it. Wish I bet on it. Could have made a lot of money. Um, like he'd done for me in the past, to be completely honest. But I think since John Jones is back, we can have a little bit more money coming through. <laughs> so one thing um, I'd like to add is uh, John Jones beat Cyril Gaon in like a minute 50 with a submission. Which is pretty impressive, especially since Cyril Gaon is usually the... Um, I would like to call it the... Um, What's that word? The heavyweight who runs at flyweight who basically just doesn't make sense at all. Like he's a fast motherfucker. He's really good though. Really good. I think if he uh, he can bounce back pretty fast. He's not a bad fighter. He was just up against a John Jones who was probably on cocaine. To be completely honest, I think they're letting him do it at this point because there's nothing else they can do. I mean, even Dana White after the fight was like, John Jones as a as an after party. Fuck. Because honestly, when it comes to John Jones and um, getting, um, what's that word? Oh, yeah, getting clean. He does a really shitty job. <laughs> Great fighter. Shitty person overall. I just don't care for him outside of it. And it's like a public view. He's a pretty shitty person. But amazing fighter. Love him to death for fighting. Hate him for personality. <laughs> But um, Volkanovski, Alexander Volkanovski, was a fly. Oh, let me double check. I can't remember what weight class he's at. But he was a he was the pound for pound number one fighter. Uh, Volkanovski was until John Jones came back after three years. He just took it randomly. Like honestly, he needs to be. Yeah, he's featherweight. Mm. No, he's not featherweight. Jesus fucking Christ, I hate these stupid... Oh, wait, is he... Lightweight? Mm, featherweight? Mm, welter, not really much of a welterweight. He was a welterweight one, boy? Holy fucking shit. So I guess... Mm, featherweight, lightweight? Mm, depending on the title. I mean, he's got a really good record, though. 25 and 2, which is good. That's a good record. One by decision, one by knockout. Not bad. That's good. If you really want to be like a professional martial mixed martial artist, <laughs> listen to me talking like I actually know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> but it's a good record. Um, but he's Volkanovski is a, I don't know. I think the vibe I got from him was he was a little annoyed, but he was also just like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> John Jones, the funny thing about John Jones is, um. He seems to be doing really good for about a couple years, and then he spirals. From what, we don't know. But I guess news now, because lately I've been hugely hating on uh, Francis Ngannou. Mostly because he should have been fighting, but he didn't. I guess his his reasoning is understandable. He wanted, was it? Basically a union for the UFC to make sure that they get the health care they need for the injuries and all that kind of shit. Basically make sure that they're um, taken care of. That's always what you want to be. Especially if you're like in the position where you're fighting, for, or you're fighting people and yeah. You should at least have insurance given to you. If not like some sort of shit so you can get 
fix pretty quickly and you have to waste your own goddamn money. That's kind of the whole point. And I think Dana White uh, thinks that's too expensive, which I understand completely from a business perspective because a lot of people, like, trying to get a quote, a normal person's quote, is a bitch, as I am finding out. Um, but to get a... Ah, to get that kind of quote, someone who fights professionally, usually around two or three times a year, it depends on how big of a fight they're going to take. Most guys, like... Was it uh, Comzet? Comzet fucking fights like whenever he fucking wants it, whatever weight class he wants. It's fucking crazy. But mostly you fight around two or three times a year. It depends. That's just because it's big motherfuckers. And you gotta fight some big motherfuckers. <laughs> or if you're at a flyweight, you fight literally nothing. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, and Francis and Gano backtrack. Francis Agano, I guess, two years, guess, uh, recently has been, because um, he's been getting accused of dodging John Jones, and he's like, well, yeah, two years ago, I opened this fight, I won this fight, and John Jones wasn't even answering, so really, who is dodging the fight, because he wasn't, and Gano would have won, I love how Dana is like, Gano would have lost. Gano's not that great of a fighter. You do realize you are saying that only because the motherfucker left. Only because the motherfucker left to do something else outside of the UFC. Which is good. He needs to do that. Francis Ngannou can make a lot of fucking money just boxing. And he can, use all, he can just basically cut out half his fucking workout. No longer needs to wrestle. He no longer needs to kick. And, uh, yeah, he can just box. That's good. I think, um, I think it was a good change. He needed it. He was, he's a really good fighter, and, um, and Gano is. He's a really good fighter. He's got a lot of power. He's like a modern-day Mike Tyson, to be completely honest. Like, if you, in terms of, in terms of, like, firepower that he has, he can crack. Mike Tyson could crack. I think even Joey Diaz says he hates Mike Tyson because um, he was trying to rob a place, and the fight ended in, like, five seconds, so he had to leave. <laughs> God damn, Mike Tyson being too quick on knocking the fuck out people. But really, um... I think it's I think it's gonna be good. I think we're gonna have uh I think Ngano's Ngano's whole thing whatever he does, he fights Tyson Fury, he fights Deontay Wilder, whoever heavyweights at the top right now. I don't pay attention to boxing that much. I'll watch it. I just don't care for names. I don't care who people are. I just wanna see some good boxing. Well the same with fighting. I don't care for fighters except for a few. I'll pay attention to a few. And it's usually for a little bit because then they fall out and I don't care for shit anymore. So now we got John Jones who's at the top. He's pound for pound uh pound for pound heavy pound for pound top fighter in the UFC. And he's also the heavyweight champion, which by the way, it's a little fucking sketchy to make him a uh, heavyweight champion when he hasn't fought heavyweight at all. He's mostly been a lightweight, which whatever. He bulked up, I think he did like the basic ass 205, and then went up against Cyril Ghana at 240, which is a huge difference, like a 35, 40 pound difference, huge difference. But hey, he submitted him somehow. Whatever. <laughs> so John Jones is now going up against Stipe Miocic, which I'm surprised he hasn't, Stipe hasn't fought recently. I think he, I feel like he just took time off. Cause he does. He is cool. He does do um, firefighting at, at um, as like a volunteer. He does that quite a bit. And um, UFC is kind of just like his 
passion project. <laughs> but it's hilarious. He's a good fighter. Like, Stipe is a really, really good fucking fighter. I think him and John Jones can make some magic happen one night and make a lot of money. Now, do I think John Jones deserves to already have the heavyweight title? After one fight, and he was really just going against top number two guy. He wasn't going up against, like, well, okay. when it comes to the heavyweights, it's hard to really, like, keep a name for yourself. Because people are like, because usually title holders in the heavyweight division do not hold their title for very long. Because the next guy comes, and then the next guy, and then the next guy. Sometimes big guys hold on to titles. Steve Miocic was one of those guys. He held on to the title for quite a long time. I think it's for like the longest time when it comes to like uh, the heavyweight title. But he held it on for quite a while, and um, uh, he just—I uh, think he deserves uh, Miocic deserves a uh, rematch. And there's a lot of um, talk now too that after because John Jones is getting up there in the years, but he's. Um, he still got. He can still crush. He did it injured while on cocaine. Who knew he can do so much on cocaine and submit somebody in a minute fifty seconds? I'm not spreading rumors. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh god! I love how I can. I'm making accusations on my podcast about a uh, guy who can literally whoop my ass five ways till Sunday and probably twice on Monday the next week because that's how much he, I deserve to get my ass kicked sometimes. But Jesus fucking Christ. It's kind of funny. Um, so, one of the things about this whole Steve A. Miocic, John Jones fight is that he's... I, I guess what I'm trying to say is people think that he's going to retire, John Jones, is after the Miocic fight. If it happens. Because shit doesn't happen sometimes. Like, even if fucking for the John Jones Zero Gun fight, they had Sergey. Who's been rocking the fucking goddamn heavyweight division? He beat the shit. He beat the shit out uh, both Derek Lewis and Tai Tuivasa, and submit Derek Lewis. Like, what the fuck? This this motherfucker's coming on like, a really good, impressive-looking fighter. Like he's won quite a fucking bit of fights, and he's a fucking. And he was a backup. A fucking backup for a heavyweight main event title shot at a major fucking UFC event. Like, those number of events mean something. Sometimes. Sometimes they mean something. Sometimes, like, in the middle of the year, they are literally just filler filler ones. Except for, like, the summer. During the summer, they are strictly trying to make money. In between, like, I say, um, January, February, June, July, and then uh, November, December. Or even, like, I might be completely wrong. I might just be, like, overthinking this. And you guys are probably going to, like, Dylan, stop. But I digress. So, it, I don't know. It might be, it might happen. Who knows? So, uh, what was I on? Oh, Sierra Gons, the baby match is here. Okay. Yeah, okay, cool. Um... Literally, you have Stipe Miocic, the previous title holder who never got a chance to regain it back from Francis Ngannou. He beat the, he did it against um what's his fucking name? 
uh, Daniel Cormier, fucking DC, fucking goddamn fat motherfucker. I hate DC. He's a biggest bitch I've ever seen in my goddamn life when it comes to the UFC heavyweight division. Well, lightweight division, actually. He, well, no, no, no. Heavyweight division, too. He did both. He did both, trust me. He had the fucking carbs to do it. <laughs> Big boy. But, um, DC Cryboy. Uh, DC Cryboy. Um, yeah. Where was I going with? Oh, yeah. He beat, um, DC back for the title, but he didn't beat Ngana, which he, um, holds. Ngana holds that over John Jones at this point. Especially after he won. He's like, you know, you won an empty title, right? Which happens quite a bit in the UFC, to be completely honest. Especially if you piss off Dana. If you piss off Dana enough, he will just strip you and give the title to his next, like, happy go lucky guy. Which he does quite a bit, to be completely honest, and he will never admit to that. They don't want to place favorites. He fucking plays favorites, and it's pretty obvious who he uh, plays favorites to. Um, names, I'm probably going to go over with another episode, because I don't want to keep looking at my phone, talking, and then thinking, and then doing so much, and then taking a drink every now and then, because talking kind of annoys me. It really does, because I get really, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, do this thing where I just keep talking, 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 talking over and over again. My mouth gets dry, I start to, yeah, it's not good. Anyways. Alright, I was talking about the Dana White's favorite little circle. I think it's like, uh, Tony Ferguson and Michael Chandler in it, that's why they keep getting fights, which Tony Ferguson, I really hope, fucking, god damn, retires. Because him, him... And, uh, Dan Cerrone deserved to fucking retire. Dan Cerrone freaking deserves to retire. Look up every single goddamn Dan Cerrone knockout that's been done on him. He has, should not be alive. His brain is fucking mush at this fucking point. It looks like goddamn mashed potatoes. But, goddamn, he could fight. Except for that, um, Conor McGregor fight. That one was not good. That one was a shit show. Um, yeah, it lasted, like, not even a round. Not even half, I think. He, like, this was also a hype McGregor, when McGregor was, like, doing the strut, cocky as shit, coming in. <laughs> he still does that shit, though. God, I can't wait for that. God. They are literally, so, and McGregor and Chandler are doing t- the Ultimate Fighter. They are coaches. They are literally doing this, and they do this a lot. Which I respect it, but at the same time, I'm just like, God fucking damn it, stop doing this shit. Uh, but McGregor and Chandler are in the Ultimate Fighter as, as uh, the coaches. McGregor is only in it because he's been out of the pool, the uh, drug uh, screening pool for the UFC for way too long. And so now he's got to wait six months. Well, because what else lasts six months? The Ultimate fight, The Ultimate Fighter. So, their whole deal is they're going to use the Ultimate Fighter as this nice little, like, promo. Bit of already, we're already paying for it, promos, for Chandler McGregor. Alright, cool. But, you realize that McGregor has lost twice now. In the UFC. He's lost twice to the same guy. Now, I'm not saying that's the bad thing. Because, uh... Dustin Poirier? Yeah, Dustin Poirier. Um, 
beat him twice. Not really twice. He beat him once, and then McGregor broke his leg. <laughs> God, that was a crazy fight. Um, it almost would have been worth it if it wasn't for the fact that he fucking broke his fucking leg. Like, literally broke, like, shin. <laughs> Cracked. Gone. Um, but <sighs> I feel like he'd be good. I feel like it'd be a good fight. Um, I'm not a huge Chandler fan. I'm, it's just, I don't know. It's just the way he looks. I don't like him. <laughs> McGregor's the same way. He looks like a Ed Hardy t-shirt. If it was a person. It's, it's terrible. It's fucking terrible. Um, shit, we'd be going on about a little over 15 minutes. That's usually a lot longer than my solo time, to be completely honest. But, it, hey, whatever. Um, it's a crazy fucking night. Um, not really. So, one thing that's been bothering me a lot, and it's only, um, it's only a me thing. I think, I think that's what bothers me. I hate people who are just overly nice for no fucking reason. I hate those people. Deep down, I hate those fucking people. Because no one should be that happy. Everyone deserves to be a little happy. A little happy. Not everybody. A few exclusions. We know who they are. Um, deserve to be a little happy. Just a little happy. Don't go full on Barbie mode. I hate that shit. I hate the people who are like overbearing on their like goddamn friendliness is what I'm gonna call it. Cause I don't know what else to call it. Their fucking friendliness towards everyone's like they're just so goddamn happy. It's, like, it's creepy. It's fucking borderline creepy. And if I ever see that again. Which I really hope I don't. I'm gonna light someone on fire. Because that shit's creepy. I hate that shit. I know people don't. Aren't like. Like. I guess I put off by that. But I, I don't like it. I don't like it when people are too happy. Too happy is just too much for me. It's not good. Um. But really. Ah, God damn it. But. Yeah, overly happy people. You know what really annoys me? Is the people who are constantly depressed and constantly negative. That's what I hate even more. And that's actually my new pet peeve. Um, like, it's one thing to like, like dark humor. I love me some dark humor. I love dark shit. Um, I love ideas that just like they're so it's fucked up. Like a Sandy Hook joke. <laughs> some of those will get me. Um, God, who is it? Uh, Crack Amico. He's a rapper, quote unquote rapper. Um. Uh, he, um, if you're not, um, uh, familiar with, uh, some podcast, comedian podcast, uh, you should check out Legion of Skanks. It's on Spotify. It's part of the Gas Digital Network. Louis J. Gomez, the Puerto Rican Rattlesnake, Big J. Okerson, and, um, uh, Dave Smith. Um, very basic ass last name. Like, the, the other ones, completely cool. Dave Smith, not good. Um... It's just boring compared to the rest. But um, Louis J had a contest to find out the next SoundCloud rapper, basically. And it was down to Kraken Miko, the one we know, and this dude who wore a mask. And it was British. And he came out with a song called 1776. The diss track his ass. It was hilarious. Not gonna lie. But check it out. Uh, he, Crack Amico, it's C-R-A-C-K-A-M-I-C-O. But really funny stuff. Uh, not for everybody. Gonna be honest with you. 
do not play that shit out loud unless you have consent from everybody to play it because sometimes this shit gets crazy. Like, he's got a song called uh, Predators about Crystalia and other fucking pedophiles. It's hilarious as shit. Um, 1776. Um, he's got a lot of sh- He does a lot of shit where um, it sounds really good. Like, um, what was it? His new one, Who? Where, um, yeah, it's really good. Um, what else? Was Water. Hilarious as shit. Um... Another one. One of his main ones, uh, L.A. is Gay, is probably the best one. Because they really go hard on the fact that uh, this comedian, Brennan Schaub, is a total fucking tool. And he's a loser. And he's a piece of shit. And he needs to be reminded about that every fucking day of his life. I think even the comedian, Theo Vaughn, like, he, he would, like, so, Brennan Schaub cheated on his wife. Blah. Whatever. We all get it. It happens. He's a fucking retard. Anyways. So, he was doing, they were doing this thing, and Theo Vaughn, another comedian, just, just making slight comments like, uh, I don't think you should do that. What about your wife? You're going to cheat on your wife again? Just slight comments. And sometimes he'll even like throw in a little humor in there to throw it off. So Brennan's like, what? <laughs> we'll go with it too. Like he goes with the joke and Theo's just like, mm, okay, cool. This is what we're doing, buddy. Um, Jesus Christ. This is a really random episode. It started off with MMA, went on to random shit that I hate, to comedians that I like. It's really good. It's cool shit. Um, but um, I think that'll be it. Thanks for listening.